Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Prue. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund, a new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. And a very good afternoon. It's five o'clock and it's my go now. Get out the way. Let me in here. Oh, didn't they do well, listeners? My goodness, an amazing, another pulsating 30-minute show. They started this morning with nothing. They've written it. They've never used the radio equipment before. They've, they handled a live telephone call in the middle of their show. Amazing. With that in mind, anything is possible. <laughs> Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Prue. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund, a new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. Well, thank you very much indeed, listeners. Thank you to our caller as well, Nikki. That's very kind of you. Thanks for taking the time to phone us. Thank you to all our texters and tweeters more this evening than yesterday. So well done. Congratulations. Thank you very much indeed. The guys are here with me now. Uh, This is the time we sort of kick back and we kind of reflect on our work. How was it for you guys? Good. Great Just good. Is that all I'm going to get? Is just good? (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I think we did great today because it was our first show and all. I think it's a good show. And you're always going to get another go on the 22nd, as, as, um, as we've said already. So there's another chance to, to have another go at this. But what was your highlight? What was your, your best bit? What was the most enjoyable bit? Learning how to figure out the mics and the equipment and all that. Okay. Anyone else? I believe that um, my favourite bit was like um, when we were, when we were rehearsing and we were all struggling and we had to get, get everything perfect. After you've done the show and then you realise it's done. <laughs> it wasn't, it hasn't hurt in any way, has it? It's not, it's not been too scary for you, has it? A little bit. Okay, okay. Best bit? I think the best bit was when we um, had to all work together to figure out what we were going to do. Okay, and let's just tell everyone, you're all year eight? Yes! Uh, But you're not all from the same class, so you haven't all naturally worked together before, have you? No. No. So this is like coming together for the very first time to do this project? Yes. And what was that like? You can tell me what that was like. What was that like there? Because you didn't know. I mean, you've obviously seen each other walking around the school and lunch queues and all the rest of it, but you've not worked together before. What was that like for you? It was kind of weird because normally we go play with different people, work with different people, and then to have the opportunity to help work with other, other people is a great experience. Yeah, that's good. Um, scariest bit. Go on, who's going to tell me that? Who's the, what was the scariest bit? Come on. Speaking to people. Like, when people call in, knowing that someone's out there actually speaking to you that you don't know. Oh, that's very interesting. Hadn't expected that. Scariest bit? The ten seconds before recording when you know that you've got to be ready. <laughs> bit late then to do anything, really. It's a bit like revision. If you haven't done it, you haven't done it. Um, 
scary spit? And it's where all the times where they tried to make mis- I would make a mistake, and I, I would try to prevent that from happening. Okay. And how's it feeling like now when you've done it? I feel I feel like I've got I've got over it. Not that fight. Like I think I can do pretty well. Yeah, I should say so. It's, <laughs> it was an amazing show. Well done. Congratulations. And, um, n- not unlike something that some people take along. Look at that tweet there. You kids are better than Nick Grimshaw. Please take his job. Please take his job. It's pretty good. That's listener. That's your customer there telling you that. What did that feel like? Um, that makes me feel happy because someone actually thinks that we're good. Yeah. Quite rightly. And you are good. So me telling you you are good, does that not count? You have to have an anonymous text. Um, it does work for both, but it would be better if someone that wasn't from here said it. Anyone else agree with that? I totally agree because uh, if it was just like someone who was working with, it wouldn't be that complimental. But if if it was said by someone else that you completely don't know, it makes you feel really proud of yourself. Okay, that's good. And anyone else? Okay. What are you looking forward to next? So we're going to do this again. What are you going to do differently? What are you going to try next time? Be prepared a bit more. Okay. Remember the lines and... (laughs) (laughs) What the script? Listen, you won't believe the amount of paper. We so have to recycle this lot now. We'll we'll meet the whole of Wolverhampton's paper recycling targets here if we just if we just pulp this lot down this afternoon because I this is I've never seen so much paper ever. Um, they've ri- almost written every word, and we had planning and uh, meetings where we shared ideas, and then they they kind of got translated into A4 bits of paper. And thank you very much indeed to everyone at the stadium. It's just kind of made because you know we just kept going for more paper, and it just kept coming. So thank you very much indeed for looking after. After us it's been really really good and um, if uh, other people look so we're going to other schools uh, in the coming weeks we're going to be doing this every Thursday uh, a 4YP radio show every Thursday what are your top tips and we're going to finish on this now so what are your top tips for other people coming in to do this everyone has to speak on this if the way just by the way do you think you're going to oh no I'll just I'll just sit back here so he doesn't mean me oh yes he does Make sure that you've got your notes and make sure that you can read them because scribbling it down will be, it will be quick but you wouldn't be able to read it. So make sure you can read your notes and that firstly you've even got notes. It's a good tip. Next Don't one. act lazy or bored because that could affect the way you, um, the way you go live. Give me an example of that. What do you mean by that? Like if you were lazy, it will be silent and then everyone will just okay. log out. Okay, okay. Um, Top tip for other people. Yeah, the, the longer it takes for your go, the harder it is. I'm sorry, that's most unfortunate. Someone should have said, I'll go first. <laughs> go on. To um, know the order that you're going in, because sometimes it's hard to remember the order of everything. But we kind of changed our order, and you, you kind of did that really well, because uh, we had no callers when we asked for them. And, and that's kind of, you know, uh, huge radio stations often have a huge bank of staff you know take Simon Mayo's show which is currently running now on BBC Radio 2 I know for an absolute fact he has a shed load of staff taking calls and stuff and he doesn't have to hold his program up and go oh, just a second I'll just see who's owning doesn't have to do that someone else has, and we just did that ourselves 
and and I think you did really well. So congratulations on that. Was really good. Top tip for other people attempting this. I think like all you really need to do is like listen to the stuff, and that will help you if and you get used to it, and you do your best. Okay. Try not to stutter. Okay. There was none of that, I have to say. I'm the only one that's doing that now, for goodness sake. I didn't hear any of that, but that's good advice as well. Uh, you're going to see your uh, classmates tomorrow. Do we have a message for them? I hope hello? you enjoyed. Okay. Messages? If you haven't seen this, then go on the internet and look, because we know you all know how to use the internet. Yeah, good. <laughs> They're all watching Scooby-Doo. That's the trouble there. Any other top tips for anyone? Messages tomorrow for tomorrow? Why didn't you watch it or listen to it? Okay, these are good messages. These are very good messages. We're, we're, of course, uh, we're, we're disappointed with our listener numbers. Well, if you were too busy on Instagram and Facebook, that's not a good enough excuse. All right, look, beautifully said. Congratulations, well done. I think you did an amazing job and a big cheers from me because that was an amazing work. I look forward to working with you again. Amazing. The young people there, listeners, from Heath Park School, absolutely amazing. And we'll be catching up with their teacher a little later on in the show. But for the moment, big, give yourselves a clap. That was an amazing. Well done. Just absolutely amazing. Just amazing. You're listening to Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. with Russell Prue. Broadcast on the Anderton Tiger Network. This is Head Start FM Wolverhampton. Oh, absolutely amazing. That's my favourite bit of our Thursday shows. Absolutely lovely, 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 lovely. Coming up, this is fingers crossed that everything's going. It's been a fraught day here. We've got Ray Codner looking forward to chatting, chatting to him. He's in the Head Start HQ offices. Love to find out. He's a great guy. Want to find out more from him. Uh, talking to Mrs. Fiona Welfare. That's the young people's teachers. I'm still trying to get Henry on the line. I'm going to try a little harder in just a moment. See if we can get a contact uh, uh, number for him and have a see it's so easy it just falls apart this time of the day a contact number for him for a conversation I want to get some more detail about what he's bringing to the Head Start pilot programme because we're going to start rolling out e-cadets to the children here in Wolverhampton I want to kind of hear a bit more detail about that it wasn't appropriate yesterday because the children were interviewing him to go into the kind of detail that I want to go in but I, w- I want to know everything about that uh, also music if you want to fire want a dedication I want to shout out then just drop me a text our text number is 850 Members start every text message with the word radio. Texts are charged your standard message rate and the bill pair should be asked if you don't have their permission. Um, Of course, no data is exchanged or sold to anyone at all. Guaranteed. We absolutely guarantee that at Head Start FM. Absolutely no chance of that at all. If you want to give me a call, give me a call on one of the records that I'm playing a a track or something, give me a call then. It's just me here. There's no team of staff said just moi. So, uh, if you want to do that, I'll telephone number is 0845-838-7005. And of course, if you want to tweet us, we are on Twitter. Just use HeadStartFM on Twitter and we will see that in front of us. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, time for some music. Let's start off with them. This is Easy Love. This is Sigala. I absolutely love this. You're listening to me, Russell Brew. This is HeadStartFM and you have my company right the way through until six o'clock. That's Sigala. Easy Love. Playing all the tunes here this afternoon.
This is 4YP, radio for young people, by young people. Live from Wolverhampton, 4.30 Thursdays, on Head Start FM. Broadcasting across the world, on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network. Ah, we like Thursdays, it's just easing gently into the weekend. I'm very lucky to have live on the telephone the marvellous... He always says Raymond, but I call him Ray. He's the Ray Codner, he's a community development worker with Wolverhampton Clinical Commissioning Group. He is just amazing. My new best friend in Wolverhampton. How are you, sir? How was the show? Did you enjoy it? I'm enjoying so immensely. Yeah. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? I'm really good, matey. Thanks so much. It was good seeing you. Didn't get a chance to, to catch up with yeah. you today as you kind of fleeting visit. You're all running around r- really, really in a just a just a haze of of dust. You just wish in and wish out. It. It's, just, it's amazing to catch you. There. And I just wanted a quick kind of just check uh, with you how things are going. But uh, just an amazing our, our second ever four YP show, and this was the first one for for secondary aged uh, children. Just the the production standard. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah, very, very good. Very impressed. Uh, those right, though, it is very nerve-wracking at 10 seconds before you go on. Uh, I was counting down those seconds. Bless you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't want to interrupt the music because that's such a fab track, and the last thing you want to do is tread all over anyone. Um, so, so how are things going generally? Uh, just a nice kind of check-up with you. Uh, I know you're responsible for lots of relationships with lots of different partners, and yeah. you, you do a lot for Head Start. I just kind of wonder where we are with all of that as we kind of move into this uh, this particular phase of the programme. Are, are we still doing stuff with some of our partners have we had the kind of success you were expecting with you know some of the brilliant kind of interventions that we've had both for parents and for children um through a whole range of different media and everything where are we on all of that well we've come to a point now where some of the groups have actually finished what they're doing some right. of the projects and some are halfway through okay uh, nearly at the completion and some are virtually at the end um, we've had some fantastic information back um, on guiding how everyone, young people want the city and how they want the city to operate okay. when they need help and support. So it's really interesting at the moment, and I'm looking forward to getting some more feedback in the near future. Right. So were you surprised by anything on there? Is anything kind of stuck out as being... Um... One of the things that have has really stuck out for me is that um, we need more services for girls. Um, a lot of young men are getting services or are more forthcoming, but there's not much for girls out there. So we've had a lot of services picking up a lot of girls. So okay. that's something that's really interesting. I noticed there's something on the website with Girls Can Do, and yeah. uh, the guys kind of previewed that today, but didn't go into the kind of detail they could. So if you're interested in that, you just head across to headstart.fm, listeners, and, and you'll find a whole selection. It's actually the, on the, the front splash page there, because we think it's obviously really important. So um, what's kind of prompted that? analogy from you um it's looking at, the, at some of the information getting back it's it's what the people are asking for which is which is amazing because they had a certain amount of young people they wanted to hit the criteria mm. and they've gone over that because the young people are asking for it wow that's amazing but particularly girls you want to you want to attract more girls into the program or, or there are more girls than we've got capacity to deal with what's uh, the more girls than we've got capacity to deal really with. So it's, I mean, we want to attract young boys as well, but it seems like young boys have got different outlets, um, like sports, etc. But we want to attract more girls to come in as well. 
That's really well, interesting. That's going to be a great piece of research yeah, to, yeah. to pass on to, to people like Big Lottery Fund, yeah, definitely. Uh, who, who obviously need to redirect some more resources in that kind of area. There, mm. well. I'm surprised at that. I thought it, was, it would have been the other way around. We'd, we'd had more difficulty with the kind of traits that boys exhibit rather than, than girls. Do you, do you think that girls are, are bottling it up a bit more? Yeah, and uh, you know, there's a lot more issues I can say that surrounding girls and confidence, and uh, there's yeah. a lot of issues surrounding boys. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, you know, um, but the girls are more, they're, they're less likely to come forward. And these avenues that they're getting now with the different groups that are out there, they seem to be reaching out and saying, I need help. Mm. I need support. I mean, they're coming quite a far field as well um, across the city, and they're willing to travel in. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah. Okay. All right, so they don't want it served up on their plate. They're quite happy to participate in some of our activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a, that's a good indicator, isn't it, really, when you're looking for, yeah. uh, for that kind of engagement, if people are prepared to do that. That's, uh, and that's, that's kind of, I find that quite shocking, but I'm also really pleased that you know, we're making good progress. Um, what's, uh, what, what are the future? What are you currently involved in? What are you working on at the moment? Well, um, as I said, the projects are coming to a close. Some of the projects are coming to a close. So I'm okay. more going to lean towards getting involved in more of the school aspect because my, my job role is more looking at community groups outside of the school. Right. So I want to try and make it more of a seamless process. So I'm looking at work within the schools and what we do. Um, we support my other colleagues, Anita, so I'm doing that at the moment. Brilliant. That's really, really good. Thanks very much for your support. Really appreciate that. It's so yeah. good to have talented people like yourself on board. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, no, seriously, you've got to know your way around, uh, around the systems. I think you'll be an absolute hit in schools because I, yeah. I, I heard you run a session here this morning uh, with the kids and oh. you, you're just, you know... You. just be just brilliant they're just absolutely awesome we need to get you uh, on the tv as soon as possible because you're just amazing there <laughs> it's just so good at everyone so uh, give my uh, best wishes to everyone in the office to to uh, the whole team there as well and thank them and thanks very much for for contributing oh. to the program this evening it's really really it's good to catch up with you and i'm really really pleased but we need to do more for girls a really interesting lesson from that really yeah. appreciate that uh, ray good to chat with you chatting live there with ray codner thank mm-hmm. you so much indeed from the head start offices there really kind of you cheers matey okay What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. Hey, it's Katy Perry, and I'm here with you on... Headstars FM, Wolverhampton. Thanks very much indeed, Ray. Really enjoyed that. The time's just gone 20 minutes past five. You've got my company right the way through to six. You're listening to Head Start FM, our live programme from Wolverhampton. And we've got a really interesting programme of our four YP shows every Thursday, starting the week after next. So the 15th of October, we are out and about in a Wolverhampton school with a live Thursday show. There is something on every day at 4.30 from Monday right the way through until Friday. Friday and we're generally repeating content and putting together our very best edited highlights to give you a flavour there but we kind of thought it was really important to come and do something live there because you just can't fake a live call you can't fake feedback in this fashion that is meaningful and engaging at this kind of level it's just not possible to do that and I think some of the answers that came out from the questioning today um, all of this content is up and available on the headstart.fm podcast site list so you can go there uh, in a, a few hours or so, a d- maybe up to a day, and the lovely Richard will have uh, popped that up on there and you can listen to it, or you can go immediately to SoundCloud and pull it from my SoundCloud site. Whatever you prefer, you can do either or both at the same time if you want. And you can also download the o- audio if you wanted just to 
to hang in on that as well. That would be absolutely fine. Uh, really, really good. And thank you so much uh, for your contributions so far. Keep the text coming. Keep the tweets coming. 85010 is our text number. Remember to start each message with the word radio so that I get it and no one else does. Email studio at headstart.fm or tweet us into the timeline with Headstart FM. People listening there already. Thank you so much. Very, very, very nice. Uh, don't go anywhere. We have got our interview with the fabulous Fiona that is coming next uh, for the moment. It's Russell here right the way through till six. Enjoy the show and get in contact. Let me know where you are, what you're doing and what's happening there. Thanks a lot. It's Fiona Welfare. She's next. You're listening to Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. with Russell Proof. Broadcast on the Everton Tiger Network. This is Head Start FM Wolverhampton. Uh, listen, it's really pleased to have uh, a, a live guest in the studio as opposed to a pre-recorded one. It's Mrs. Welfare. This is our, our, uh, our children's teacher from Heath Park School. Thanks for joining us. And no stranger to the show. So welcome back. You're very welcome. <laughs> How's it been? What have you been up to? You've had so much going on at school. This new build has finished and finally opened and uh, you're doing a marvellous things with the children today. So I want, I want to talk about so much with you. First, tell me about the building. How's that going? Oh, the build is marvellous. You really do have to come and have a look. Uh, we have got space aplenty. Um, it's just a pleasure to come to work. The colours are fabulous, the, the fittings are fabulous, the kids absolutely adore it. Um, and we can accommodate many of your live shows, Russell, so that's what we're really looking forward to. And I'm back on the 22nd, so that's a date for your diary listeners. So I'm back in the school and I'm so looking forward to it because you so deserved a new school. Didn't we just? <laughs> It was all right, but it must have been a fortune to heat. Huge vaulted <laughs> ceilings and an awful, narrow, horrible corridors. What were people thinking when they designed that room? Well, it was a little bit Mediterranean by the end, with all the leaks <laughs> really? and sort of missing roof tiles. Yes, yes, sort of, you know, <laughs> al fresco at times. But yes, yes. It was... You're too generous. Anyway, someone's been very generous with you, and you've got an amazing school. So congratulations. I'm Thank so you. looking forward. So dates for your diaries, listeners. 22nd of October. I am there. We're doing another 4.30 live show. So they've just finished their show. And amazing. We're all really, really proud of them. They've done a really, really good job. You've brought a whole class with you today. What have they been doing? Oh, gosh, they've had a fantastic day. Um, we've had a tour of the stadium, which was marvellous. We've had a superb lunch, I've got to say. Um, but, and that's priority, obviously. It was lunch. Yeah, it was fabulous. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've had a really, really good day. We've, we've mm. looked at... Um, sort of designing t-shirts and sort of comments on um you know Mm. positive affirmations and it's been really really great for the kids lots of self-reflection lots of group work um and they've got an awful lot out of today on the long-term kind of prognosis have you seen um quite closely involved with Head Start Have, are you starting to see some impact of our interventions in the, the children's well-being in their lives and their attitude in their conduct absolutely I think primarily what stands out is the children's ability to to dig deep and to reflect and to articulate really how they feel and to, to look at strategies for, for coping with things and I think that's really important and these are life skills these are skills for life mm. um, and, and that's what they're taking with them so it's it's certainly a developing process um, but the children's feedback is is it means it's so meaningful 
there's great value to it. Absolutely, and, and very kindly provided me with uh, five young people that we've not met before. So thank you for that. Pleasure. Um, and so we had to go right from scratch. But actually, in the deep end, there is something to be said about that. And that's, you know, I've always advocated that that's some of the best resilience training comes from having to cope and developing your own strategy for that. They're an amazing job. Didn't see them before, and they've put an amazing show together and operated everything themselves. I think they've really challenged themselves today. And I think that they're going to go away and they're going to reflect and this will be an experience they won't forget and they've learned a new skill they've worked together they're not necessarily um, students from the same class so they've come together not really knowing an awful lot about each other and they've had to pull it together and I think they've done incredibly well and they're all carrying their own kind of little bits of baggage with them as well, I can just imagine. Absolutely. And there's a lot going on in their lives, and it's yeah. a, a great opportunity just to come and talk about that as well. Um, how's Head Start being rolled out a- across the school? Have you got other colleagues that have kind of engaged in this, or is it just kind of your class there? No, it's um, all the Year 8 classes. So there's eight Year 8 classes, and they are the, the programme is delivered within Integrated Studies, so it's a weekly programme. Um, and it's it's had massive effects for the whole year group and we see it not just in the classroom and the way they cope in the classroom mm. it's how they conduct themselves in the corridors how they deal with resolution and conflict yeah. and are parents happy as well are they seeing they must be seeing something parents are really supportive really supportive and i think information sharing with parents was key because you know it's it, it matters how we um, support the children in school and that's continued at home as well that's that's proof of the pudding, really. I mean, that's a real measure, isn't it? That's good. There. Uh, what are your plans for later this year? What other things you've got going on with the Head Start? Well, we're part of the Digital Resilience Programme, and um, they're not telling me much at the moment, but I do believe there's some sort of physical activity going to be next. But I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think any opportunity to take children out of the classroom, for them to challenge themselves, to work together, and to see the relevance of technology... Um, in their lives as well. It's it's fantastic opportunity. So we've got a further five days planned wow. um, that spread out over the year. And today was the first um, introduction to it, really. Well, it's an amazing commitment from your head teacher. And please pass on our thanks because that's, you know, and your time as well. It's, we shouldn't underestimate the amount of time and effort it takes to uh, bus children around the school <laughs> willy-nilly uh, for all these kinds of things. So thank you very much indeed. That's really good of you. And a real pleasure to have you on the show again. And thanks for bringing them along. I'm glad they had a good time. And good luck with the next event. Thank you. Always a pleasure to see you. Oh, and you too. And we'll catch up again on the 22nd. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Chatting live there with Mrs. Welfare and her children. Thank you so much indeed for coming. Thanks, Fiona. Really enjoyed that chat. We've got some music coming up in just a moment. Jack Savatetti. Absolutely love that. Back where I belong. It's coming up in just a second. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Keep your requests coming in. Nice to hear from you. I'm pleased you're enjoying the show, but do get in contact. Ask for some music and give me a shout out as well. Get into school radio for less. The Anderton Tiger Hub. Anderton forward slash hub. Questions running 
that back row belong Jack Sabaretti. Absolutely gorgeous. In the charts there for quite some time, really enjoying that. Uh, still loads to come on Head Start FM, and you're enjoying, well, I hope you're enjoying my company, live here from the Molyneux Stadium. And we have been tweeting pictures. We've been tweeting the carpet, listeners. You can't believe there's been so much action on the carpet that it's going to have its own Twitter account because people want to know more about this fabulous wolves colour carpet. The only trouble is if you kind of walk around looking at the floor for a long time, you kind of feel a little queasy. Now, I just wonder whether this is intentional or whether it's by accident. We might just have to have the carpet as a guest on the show and ask the carpet some questions. In just a minute, we'll be catching up with some of our previous guests that we've had on Head Start FM as we sometimes highlight some really good interviews from the past. And I passed. I really enjoyed my conversation with Bernie Bernard uh, from Innovative Enterprise. And Bernie's a regular visitor to the city. He works intensively here in the city with lots of people and young people developing their kind of uh, thought process skills as well. And I caught up with him just a little while ago. I'm going to play that in just a second. Listeners, I'm just so pleased uh, to have this gentleman with me live in the studio. Bernie, it says on his card, with an asterisk. And I'm now looking on the business card for the asterisk. Asterisk, innovative enterprise. Tell me about this. Well, my name's Bernie. Um, Just to explain the asterisk, my name's Andrew Bernard. But I have to be honest, I don't like the name Andrew. Mm, Okay. It always reminds me of being a 12-year-old boy. So I decided when I was old enough to decide for myself, I'm going to call myself Bernie. So that's me. I think you're still 12 years old, Bernie. I think that's the problem. Amazing. Just amazing. Perhaps that is part of my issue. But that's a good thing, isn't it, when we're I connecting with we young people? we can embrace our youth. And uh, I have uh, a couple of young children, and that helps me kind of keep grounded. But my, my real reason to, for developing the innovative enterprise and the, school, the services that we provide for schools is... I was a bit of an underachiever, it has to be said. I yeah. got an E and a U at A-level. I did the wrong job for 17 years and I woke up, had a midlife crisis, decided I need to get my life sorted out. I don't think anyone needs to apologise for that. I think that that's a good... If only more people who spent their time in front of young people had had a life... And, and that isn't a direct criticism. Well, actually, it is a direct yes. criticism, really. But let, let's be I very British values about again. this. Because the second, no, not at all. It's live, and what can you do with that? Um, uh, there's no undo buttons. I've just explained to the young people Whoops. in the class here. But, uh, uh, you know, the Secretary of State wants us to talk about British values, and th- that's a very good British value. Um, I think that we one, don't one, like of to talk the, about one of the most difficult British values we have is that we're very modest. Yeah. We don't like to, um, yeah. to show off too much. And constantly, as, as a young child, you're told, stop showing off, stop yeah. being a big head. And then it comes to 16, and we're supposed to say, hey, here I am. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Employ me. I'm amazing. But actually, we don't have those skills. So really, yeah. what I wanted to do was work with young people to think about, there are four things in, in my recipe book. That's A, B, C, D, the attitude, self-belief our confidence and the way we make decisions because no one teaches us how to think so innovative enterprise is about unlocking that potential that we've got we're not all going to be Richard Branson or Jacqueline Gold let's face it Mm -hmm. but within us we don't have to uh, you know be the person who whoever's going to give us a job we can start our own business we can look at look a bit further afield than the humdrum lives that many of us live 
What did you actually do with the children today? Um, we were working on resilience as part of the whole theme for the day, and my part was about attitude. We were talking about, um, I'm here for Barclays Life Skills, and we've been delivering um, an activity which is about thinking more confidently, um, how positive attitudes can help you get to where you want. But a lot of us just drift through habit into uh, thinking negatively or it's not fair or not really kind of making the most of ourselves. So really today's been about getting young people to start thinking about what could I do that actually helps me to get a grip on my life and where I want to get to. Excellent. How did you find the young people here? <clears throat> Brilliant. There are um, a, a huge range of, of different, uh, different types of people. And the main thing that I got from today is that generally they're really enthusiastic. Um, the thing about people, and specifically young people, is they're like humans but smaller. And they're developing their skills, their abilities, their behaviours. And really what I wanted to do was shine a light on the way they behave, the way mm. they take responsibility for themselves can have a massive impact on the kind of person that they're going to be. Sure. And like I say, 90% of us don't even think about how we think. So how can we hope to develop ourselves, develop our skills, develop our lives without actually starting to focus on the most important part of self-development, which is actually thinking about how we think? And of course, that must have an overspill into the child's academic life. Otherwise... I don't think schools would invest in this if, because it's still not accessible. It's still not on the national yeah. curriculum. It's still yeah. not valued by British society. I, I think you're dead right. We, we are we are too very we're very keen to to kind of keep quiet and to blame someone else for our for our situation. And you're right. It's very difficult to measure. Um, I would like to to come back and meet some of these young people three or four years down the line and find mm -hmm. out how they got in their, on their exams and what they're what they're thinking of doing. The head teacher here does an amazing job mm -hmm. of uh, really converting the young people's aspirations from you know admittedly kind of average uh, aspirations into she said year nines year tens they're pretty much clear on the direction they want to go in they're looking five years hence whereas a lot of young people are just drifting through till they can either get on the dole or you know work in a in a kind of low low rent type job so the, the, the raising of aspirations at this school are quite incredible and it's not just schools you work with as well quite, quite a wide range that's correct i mean i'm i do a lot of work with csr we work with uh, large companies such as rolls royce jaguar land rover ba systems creating uh, activities for young people and we design those activities and help the the companies to reach out to working with with young people or to you know develop their own apprentices through interactive challenges and, and business games that actually reflect what the company does but that helps to develop the staff and, you know, does a bit of CSR, co corporate social responsibility. Mm. It helps the local community as well. So if there are any heads listening and thinking, hmm, I could just fancy a slice of this myself, what, what do they get from you? Um, we uh, design tailored programmes. Uh, we have a number of off-the-shelf programmes. One's a, a, a soap-making uh, project, which, to be honest, is so the soap-making is incidental. They work as a team. Mm. They design package, manufacture, and then present their own soap product. So you can have a kind of Dragon's Den or you can have a kind of tailored activity. Wow. That looks at careers. It looks at teamwork and skills and enterprise skills. We do another financial package called Stock Market Challenge, which is brilliant. Students are given £15,000. They can invest in nine shares, nine companies, and they can see how much risk there is involved and how much responsibility they need to take to, to really see how much money they can make in the old-fashioned kind of stock trading way. Um, we have a number of other kind of tailored programs, but generally we're about motivation. We're about getting them to see the enterprise skills that Lord Young so eloquently put in his Enterprise yeah. for All activity, which is really about the can-do attitude yeah. and seeing the bigger picture, really, looking at where the future goes. I mean, if one look at my Twitter feed, at Enterprise Sbox, which stands for Enterprise Soapbox, you'll be able to see some of the things that we get engaged in. We're always tweeting photos and activities with our, with our partners as well in schools all over the UK. Mm, and I can recommend that listeners as well. I've only just followed this chap as well, but um, 
I, I think there's a lot of love in the room and our listeners will be able to appreciate that as well. Um, so we talked about that. Is there a, w- a website they can go to? Um, it's quite a long one. It's www.innovativeenterprise.co.uk where there's a range of resources, workshop programmes. Oh, and because it's National Cancer, Cancer Awareness Month, um, we're also doing some work with Orchid Cancer. Um, male cancer charity I myself am a survivor from testicular cancer which I had at 22 and I do a workshop called Life by the Balls which enables you to look at um, the things that happen to you and maybe grab some positive attitude from even the the toughest times amazing is is there a website uh, that again is part of the innovative but enterprise website. Um, wow! Orchid cancer. Wasn't expecting is, is the, the ma- discussion to move into that area. I have to say, <laughs> thank you very much. I've never <laughs> seen Russell blush before. Not there at we all. go. I no, we, I, we've if, beaten him. <laughs> if only people. I'm just thinking about the audience. That's all. It's all about the audience. All about the audience. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm really interested um, uh, in the discussion for that because I think that's just. Uh, the subject matter just needs to be discussed by lots of people, mm. and I think that's really important. Well, it is Male Cancer Awareness Month, so that's a perfect time to talk about well, it. Well, absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I hope you've had a really good day today. Hospitality has been breathtaking, I have to it's say. It's been absolutely Haven't amazing. We've been well looked after. Miss Ginger, particularly, has been incredibly helpful. Okay. Not seen her much, to be honest. I don't no, know where in, she's been. Yes, she's indeed. flying in and out like the, uh, the hospitality fairy. But while she's been here, she's been very nice. That's really good. I'm really, really pleased. Thank you very much indeed. It's really good to catch up with you. You're welcome. Um, and thank, thank you, you very for the, much, Russ. the card and thank you for chatting with us as well. I think no we've done all, all the contact things as well. Uh, chatting live there with Bernie, asterisk Andrew. Um, and uh, I'm looking for the surname. I oh, hate Bernard, the name Andrew. Uh, but, well, I know, but you need to get over it, mate. It's Resilience Week. <laughs> well. I'm grown up. I can call myself what I like. Get call over. me Bernie. That's it. Oh, I Madonna see. and Sting get away with it. Well, they do, don't they? Rather well, I have to say. And thank you very much indeed. Uh, he's the gentleman from Innovative Enterprise. Thanks. Nice to talk to you. Thank you, Russell. That was great. You're listening to Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. with Russell Prue. Broadcast on the Anderton Tiger Network. This is Head Start FM Wolverhampton. I did so enjoy that. I had to share that again with you as well. I'd forgotten about the bit at the end. I'm sorry. I'm sure that's absolutely fine. But, you know, that's what we're here for. Um, also, another interview I absolutely wanted to play to you again. I caught up with Vic Goddard. Now, you will know him. He is the principal at Passmore's Academy. He was the superstar of the last educating series. And I uh, just love, love, love him. An amazing conversation. I'm going to play that in a second. I am also enjoying educating Cardiff. Uh, some big heroes in there as well. The fabulous head, who is just amazing, um, who's now left that post and now uh, head of a school in the Isle of Wight. And uh, a big, big um, uh, hello to Joy. She won't be listening, I can't imagine. Um, but um, I'd love to pop down and see you at some point in time, see how you're getting on there as well. But she did an amazing job in Cardiff and has left someone who is very capable in charge. I'm also loving, loving, loving the fabulous Mr. Ritter, Mr. Gareth Ritter, who's head of performing arts and music there as well. He's doing a cracking job there as well. And we're seeing him each week on the telly um, on uh, Tuesdays, Channel 4 at 9 o'clock. You can 
can uh, catch at the Educating Series. It's Educating Cardiff at the moment, and we're a little bit of the way in. I think we're probably halfway in now. I think there are eight episodes. There may be slightly more, but I think we're about halfway in now. And it's just developing really, really well. You kind of uh, rely on the story um, development of it, and it's just really, really good as well. Uh, time for one more piece of music, and then I'm going to play uh, Vic Goddard to you um that's gonna come i don't know i'm gonna change my mind i'm gonna change my mind i'm gonna play the music after uh, vic goddard and then if i'm slightly late on the show i can drop the music out and that's fine i don't want you to miss vic goddard anyway that's really good uh, thanks very much for your company i really appreciate uh, you listening uh, we'd of course like more of you but uh we have to take what we can get um we're going to do some work around the the children and their listening as well and the idea was to produce a, a targeted show so that they would be specifically interested in that um I think we we'll probably have to do a little bit more on the incentivizing that activity, which can easily be done. It's not difficult at all. We just need to set some homework or give some prizes out. Uh, not difficult. Um, Vic Goddard, he's next. Don't go anywhere. Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Proof. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund. A new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. Listeners, I feel that like I'm speaking to Essex Royalty now. On the telephone, I have Vic Goddard. He's, of course, the principal of Passmore's Academy. He's an independent thinking associate who isn't these days and an author of a brilliant title you have to get your teeth into and first and foremost, star of Educating Essex. Vic, welcome to the show. How are you? Very well, thank you. I, I have to say, I think it's, it's, it's whatever the supporting actor role is in Essex. <laughs> Mr. Drew was definitely the star along with the kids. So I, I'll go for the support. Oh, you're too, there you go, modesty. Start. I like that. Only in moderation. You can only be <laughs> modest. How are things with you? What's happening? What, what is it like now, a few years on after educating Essex? What's it like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's still, it, it's, still, it's still a bit surreal, I have to say. Going to the pub on a Friday night, it still proves a challenge because I find there's lots of primary teachers in pubs on a Friday night, so I always end up with a, a Facebook picture or two still. Um, no, it's good. I mean, I, I, we're very fortunate that we get to we get to be involved in different things you know we still have important people coming to visit Tristram Hunt came recently we've obviously had the delights of a Mr Go visit and, and people like that so it's, it's it's still interesting it's still yeah still a surreal life we're, they're certainly more interested in us now than they were four years ago <laughs> are you still seeing the disconnect that exists between them and us and I um, by them I mean the policy makers in general really I, I think I think that the issue is 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 more to do with for me that any decision that they make shouldn't force me make to make a choice between school and child, you know. And I think that's that's where the, the big disconnect is for me. If if I'm if there's a policy decision made, it means I, in order to meet that policy decision, which is going to be best for the school. Let's be honest. Higher up the league tables is best for the school. Good Ofsted's are best for the school. But actually they work contrary to what's best for the child, mm. then I, I've, I've really struggled with that. And that's that, the biggest single thing for me is it has to be right for the child first, and then we worry about the school's league table and et cetera and everything else. But, you know, I still employ 300 people. So if we get that too wrong and children don't, parents don't want to send their child to us, then people lose their job. So that, that's the tension for me. And I'm afraid until the Secretary of State makes a brave decision to give up some of their powers and give it to the profession, then I don't think that's going to change. 
And I think it takes a brave person like yourself who's prepared to bite the hand that feeds it because on occasions I think you're right to do it. And before we saw the Essex or, or any of the educating shows, and they've got a few under their belt now, and there's another one coming in September, is, yeah. Educating Cardiff. We're all looking forward to that as well. Before that, the British public really had their own child's experience to, to rely on. Before that, they couldn't see in past the doors. No, I, I, the, the, I, the most heartwarming emails I got, I think, you know, we got literally tens of thousands of emails during wow. the series and post the series were from parents saying, thank you, because I could sit down with my teenage child and watch something together. And that was just so lovely. You know, they could, uh, you know, is it really like that was the biggest question I think every parent asked mm. their child. And of course it isn't like that for every child, because not every child goes to our type of school, with right. our type of young people, with our type of setup. Yeah. But, you know, school is, and, you know, I think hopefully what's come for all the educating ones is, yeah, the lessons are given, you know, the maths and English lessons, are, but actually the relationships between people is what makes a school a school, doesn't matter what the building's like. And I think that's what shouts out from the educating series is that the complexity, the interwoven relationships between adults and children is what makes a school work. And I think, you know, that that has changed certainly from, from most people's experiences of school. That, that connection between the, the, the adult and the child is, is generally much closer, I think, now. Brilliant. Now, you've got an hour as well as just, I mean, we could just sit and listen. You could just tell, we could just listen. I could listen to you for oh, hours upon hours. You're a really it's very interesting. funny. I, you know, four years ago, I, 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 nobody was very interested in knowing what this PE teacher from South London really knew. And um, now it's nice to be given the opportunity. It's lovely to go and work with universities. I go to, you know, work with trainee teachers and stuff like that. And that's just such a such a, a, a privilege because, you know, they're the start of the profession and they're going to make a difference longer than I'm now going to make a difference so that's been lovely to be to be given that opportunity on the back of what was a sort of quite a naive decision to say yes in the first place if I want this uh, people call it courageous Russell I know what that means you know when anybody says you were brave that means my god you were mad <laughs> no I, well, I think you're doing yourself a slight injustice here I think that good leaders in this sector are born it's part of your character and the, the more people understand that the more people will get it that they can't manufacture head teachers in a college somewhere no that my, that my biggest fear is actually what was going on at currently over the last few years is we're not paying the price for it yet and i know the young people are but actually the profession is not and and 10 years down the line i'll be very interested to see because obviously we already know how difficult it is to get head head teachers now Mm. um i I wonder how much we're going to pay for this over the next sort of five to ten years with why would you want to to go for that job even though i still am an advocate of it being the best job in the world it has it has its its, its strains are, are very, very evident. You know, I call, I call it the law of diminishing courageousness. The closer a head gets to Ofsted, the less courageous they're forced to be. And that's surely not what's right for our children, you know. But it's, it's, it's inherent within the job, unfortunately. Haven't you... Um, I'm interested to hear your views on how you've inoculated yourself against Ofsted, because I get the impression that, basically, they should be more scared of you than the other way around. Well... I, I think ultimately I, I've got very, very grounded staff who would, if I made a decision that wasn't for the best of our young people, they would just stop. They wouldn't do it. They would they would challenge me on it. And I think that's been a course of a number of years from the previous head chem in Sadler who was amazing and, and started the journey with the school. Um, we've got staff who absolutely know what the job's about. Mm. And I think it's it's not an inoculation. It's a, I think it's a bravery by, by having such support. You mm. know, the school mm. and the and the community understand that 
sometimes we're going to make decisions that I mean our offset performance isn't going to be as high as it could be. League tables, you know, where our, our published league table position isn't mm. the results we got for our kids mm. because we got we did lots of things that counted for the child but didn't count for the league table. Mm. So, you know, but that's fine. You know, and as long as the community understands that we'll continue to do that and the league table needs to be taken with a pinch of salt, then we can we can remain brave, I think. Um, there's no doubt that Ofsted are wary of, of head teachers who have a profile, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, when they were with us, that was that was blindingly obvious. But I'm just, you know, it's, for them, they, they don't need to be wary of me. They need to be wary of the community because if they damage the community, the community will come back and tell them. And I, th- I think that's right because they need to be held. I don't feel that they're accountable at the moment. I think they're accountable to the Secretary of State and no one Absolutely. has much respect for that role, whosoever is in the job. They just don't have any respect for that because I think they're also a politician and I think we've lost that disconnect between respect uh, and policymaker and politician, and it's all wrapped up. And then the only solution, uh, and people like Henry Jenkins would appear would yeah. agree with me, is education. The only solution is, you know, to educate them appropriately and to engage with them so that they become interested in that. I'm, I'm interested, Vic, in your views on resilience because this is um, some really yeah. interesting research coming out. I, I got a chance to speak uh, to Professor Ungar last uh, week. Oh, really? And wow. re- amazing conversation, an amazing guy, and and my research is sort of heading in that direction with some interesting stuff in Wolverhampton. Love to get a, an opportunity to swap some oh, stories between... Uh, and my talk at the uh, at EICE is about resilience, efficacy and ICT. Right. Um, right. And you've been a, a real strong supporter of this, particularly self-efficacy in young people as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the problem we have is, is that, the, you know, there's loads of stuff about the changing world and, the, you know, where, where they're going to be. Mm. But actually, empathy... The ability to stickability, resilience, whatever you want to call those other things that go alongside it, mm. those soft, those soft but in massively inherent strengths that young people have to have and will mm. have to have, mm. is something that the schools automatically. So many schools do that on a daily basis, and you know the the whole UKIP, you know British values kickback that's happened. You know, it's just values. That's, it, we, education is values-driven, whatever we want to say, mm. and they don't need to be called British. It's, you know, and teaching young people that you know life sometimes tough, and you've got to you've got to make sure that you fail and fail well, and mm. then you know, mm. I can't remember is it Samuel Beckett fail, fail, mm. fail again, fail better, something like that. Mm. There's a quote around mm. that. Now, that's such a such a strong thing for young people to to get their heads around, and that actually not to be learning cowards. I think that's a phrase I use with, with some of our young people regularly when they've, they've found it tough and instead of then sticking at it, they've, you know, they've, they've kicked off or they've gone for a walk or mm. they failed to turn up to the next lesson. But that, getting that message, that stickability message over to them is, is such a key thing for, for life because I mean, I, as much as I loved, you know, I loved being a child when I was a child, mm. I wouldn't choose to be a child now. No. I really wouldn't. You know, the, the, the inherent opportunities that they have come with inherent dangers, you know, and so it's, we got, we've got to make them prepared for that. Uh, brilliant advice. I can't wait to be in your audience as well. Is there anything anyone needs to do to prepare to join you no, in your audience? Just come, just come with an open heart and an open mind, really. That's all it is. It's, it, I'm, I, as always, I said, I will talk about my school, the journey we're on, some of the things that we, we hold dear and, and hopefully, you know, it resonates with some people.
Well, we're very lucky to have you. Your your agenda must be al pacto, and I can't imagine how you've managed to squeeze this in. And I, so, I say no to ninety five percent of things. Not at all surprised. <laughs> not at all. Well, we're we're delighted to be in the top five percent. <laughs> Notice how I use the word top there because that's really good. Uh, absolutely brilliant. We're chatting live with the amazing Vic Goddard. You need to get along, ladies and gentlemen, and and listen to this young gentleman. Um, just an amazing. He's on Friday, ten o'clock. He's our opening keynote speaker at EIC Manchester, and he should not be missed. Vic, thanks for joining us. Russell, thank you so much. Bye. I really enjoyed that conversation, listeners. I hope you did too. The man's a talented individual. And that was back earlier this year before the election, obviously, because Gove was still imposed at that point. And uh, Vic is still uh, um, principal of Passmore's Academy. And I'm very grateful for that as well. That picked some extra listeners up there. Thank you very much for, for joining us. Come more often and you'll find that kind of stuff here as well. It's a good conversation. Really enjoyed that. Uh, his presentation, you can, if you just search on EICE Manchester, you'll be able to pick up his presentation as well. It's really good. He's doing some some great stuff there as well uh, coming to the end of our show time to play some music as we finish our show and then it's off to the editing uh, to upload the fabulous uh, 4YP radio show which they did this morning the, um, so, uh, they were working on it all day but it was aired today live at 4.30 and that's going to go up on soundcloud.com and we'll have it up on headstart.fm just as soon as we can uh, this uh, particular track caught my attention a little while it's on the Radio 2 playlist it's called The Tiring Game it's John Newman and Charlie Wilson. You're listening to Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. Broadcast on the Anderton Tiger Network. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much. That was John Newman, Tiring Game. You've been listening to me, Russell Brew, on Head Start FM. Thank you very much. And we do this every day from 5 till 6 with our automated pre-recorded programming. And we do the occasional live show as well. It's just coming up to 2 minutes past 6 and it's time to say cheerio ta-ta for now. Have a great weekend if I don't see you before then. Tomorrow's show is on schedule for 5 o'clock. I'm with you live again on the 15th of October at Bilston Primary School. Good evening. Have a good one. Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Prue. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund. A new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton.